Caitlin. I'm from Rockland, California, and Family Travel Radio is on the air. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Hey, hey, hey there, my friend. It's Aaron Schlein. This is Family Travel Radio, episode number 18. Today, we're going to be talking about alternative accommodations. I love a good hotel as much as anybody, but here in 2019, there are so many other options out there for families, and we're going to be talking about one of those options in particular right here in this episode. My guest is Caroline Shin. Caroline is the CEO of a company called Vacatia. Vacatia is a relatively new company, but they're doing really incredible things and helping families find that perfect place to stay when they travel, especially with large families, multi-generational vacations. And Caroline is so much more than just a CEO. She's also a mom and a traveler, and she shares some really fascinating stories in this interview. I know you're going to enjoy it. Stick around, my friend. And because we're talking about alternative accommodations today on Family Travel Radio, I'd like to share a couple of articles from kidtripster.com that feature two very alternative accommodations for you to consider for your next family vacation. Kid Tripster's first recommendation for parents looking for a unique and quirky vacation retreat is to look up, way up, into the trees. That's right, my friend, not only are tree houses feats of engineering equipped with electricity and indoor plumbing and much, much more, but there are also tree houses where you can actually stay with your family and it's going to make you feel like a kid again. But what if you're not into tall, tall trees? Well, if that's the case, kidtripster.com has got you covered as well with its top seven tiny stays for families. All across the USA, tiny house hotels are cropping up, giving families the opportunity to live big in a small space. These teeny tiny travel spaces typically range from about 150 to 500 square feet. And according to kidtripster.com, they are simply packed with more fun than you'd ever expect. You can read all about both tree houses and tiny houses over at kidtripster.com, and you can find links directly to both articles in the show notes at familytravel.org slash radio. Caroline Shin is joining us right now on Family Travel Radio. Caroline is the CEO of Vacatia, a service that makes it easy for families to instantly book their perfect resort residence, combining the space of a home and the services of a hotel. You can check it out at vacatia.com. Caroline Shin, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Thank you for having me. Certainly my pleasure. Caroline, let's start with you. I want to hear about your travels. Tell me about how travel has impacted your life, and then tell me about traveling with your family. Oh, yes. Um, So I love the travel and the travel industry. I've been in it for years. I uh, worked at Hotwire when it got created and Starwood Hotels in its early infancy. So I've been in travel for a long time. And I think because of that, um, my family has elected me to be their chief vacation officer. And on an annual or at least twice a year basis, we go on these larger family trips. A multi-gen trip is something that we try to always fit in once a year. 
And really, Vacatia uh, came about because of my personal experience and challenges of booking travel for my family, especially when I do go on these multi-generational trips. You know, being the travel expert, of course, I always looked at hotels. And I always struggled getting the right hotel when I'm traveling with a larger group. The problem always is, you know, we wanted a kitchen. We wanted a common living space that we can all hang out after dinner um, and uh, and talk into the night and, and have fun. And we weren't able to do that because there was really no shared common space. You know, and when Airbnb Home Away launched, I got very excited. Um, I was one of their first users. And the problem there that I had was sort of a hit or a miss. There were sort of lack of services. And when things go bad, you know, you don't know who to call and it can go really, really bad. Um, and uh, a lot of times I found the homes to not be right where we wanted to be, at least in a hotel. It's in a it's in a spot on the beach or, you know, in a place that you want to go visit. And homes were oftentimes found in residential neighborhoods. So I was sort of, you know, thinking there must be a better solution. And, you know, even for me, who I think is a travel expert, um, I never thought about, you know what, what about timeshares? You know, I don't want to own one, but why why can't I rent one? And where do I go and find this? And it was hard for me to find one a one website where I can go easily look at all my options and compare it. Um, so that's why we created Vacation, because really what timeshare has is the best of both worlds for families. It has the space of a home, mm-hmm. but it also has the services of a hotel. So, you know, I'm, I eat my own dog food every year, uh, this year being no exception. Um, I travel with my family in a timeshare. I love it so much that I started a company to spread the word to other families uh, to have a great vacation staying at one of these places. We call them resort residences. Resort residences. So using yourself as an example, being the the chief vacation officer, I'm sure you can speak to this. Tell me about just the the trip planning in your family. You mentioned the multi-generational aspect of of trip planning. Tell me about how you go about planning that vacation for your multi-generational family experience. Oh yes, um, it's very stressful experience. So all the all to everybody out there who's a chief vacation officer to your family, um, I feel you, and hopefully uh, our customer service team here at Vacation can help you out as well. For me personally, um, my uh, multi generational trip, the age range uh, ranges from three year old to ninety three. Uh, so I clearly, you know, put those, uh, those are my extreme ends. I think about first going to a destination where I know my three-year-old all the way to my 93-year-old grandmother-in-law can enjoy. Um, and, uh, that means that we may not be going, you know, hiking in some exotic land. We may stick to places for my multi-gen trips, uh, that we all know about and has the infrastructure for them to enjoy. You know, once we then select a location of which there's so many, then I really think through first, what kind of accommodation do I want? And thankfully, you know, with Vacacia that I got that covered. And then afterwards, really plan an itinerary where it's a combination of some planned events for everybody to enjoy, some planned events for some subset of the group to enjoy, and then uh, definitely, you know, individual time for people to kind of relax and do their own thing. And the other best thing about staying at a resort instead of a big house is that resorts often come with amenities like multiple pools, spas, golf resorts nearby. So people can kind of do their own thing, but still get together on a few planned events that we plan ahead and everybody can look forward to. So when you're planning this, these trips as the chief vacation officer, you have, 
you have some say, probably more say than most about, about the places you pick. What are you personally looking for? What boxes are you looking to check for yourself? You know, I think it's a lot of the same boxes that we've broken down and merchandise on vacation.com so that the families can pick the right kind of resort residence for their trip. For my multi-generational families, um, and because I travel sometimes in large numbers, like 8, 12, or 14, I am looking for a resort residence with multiple bedrooms. And I want everyone to have their own bed and their own bedroom. That That's really important to have their private space. So that's number one, first and foremost. Number two, um, especially when I'm traveling with that age range that I'm telling you about, and I want people to enjoy and have their alone time in addition to the group time, I make sure there's quite a lot of amenities that little kids or even my 93-year-old grandmother-in-law can enjoy. So amenities such as pools or you know, just sort of an area that perhaps is either on the beach or just has a really great feel, uh, restaurants on site, um, those are important to me for my multi-generational trip. When it's just a smaller group of us, that may not be as important. Definitely kitchen. Um, we often like to cook. Uh, it saves a lot of money when you travel with a large family. It's also less of a headache, um, you know, trying to drag everyone for a quick bite, uh, you know, for breakfast. Uh, before we go on some kind of group activity can be a real pain. But if you have a kitchen, it's easy to whip up food. And it's so much fun now that we have uh, where we go grocery shopping together and people take turns making dinner. It's actually a fun family event for us. And uh, lastly, you know what? It sounds silly, but it has been so useful to have your own washer and dryer in the unit, especially when you do things like a beach vacation. Uh, you get a lot of dirty clothes. And honestly, if you have a washer and dryer, you don't have to bring as much uh, luggage, and that saves money too on checked-in bag costs. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. That is a huge one of the, one of the biggest advantages I, I see to whether whether it's a resort residence like Vacation or, or even an Airbnb situation. Anything with anytime you can wash clothes midpoint through a trip is, is huge because you can say, like you said, you can travel lighter and travel cheaper because so many of the airlines now are charging for, yeah. for, for baggage. So Caroline, get selfish for just a minute. What's, what's something <laughs> that, that you, you look for that that's just for you, something that's just super special that you look for, for yourself. Mm, that I look for for myself. What a great question. You know, it's tough as chief vacation officer. I'm always mm. thinking about my whole family's needs. So you're right. I don't sit there and think about what I need. You know what? I, I think for me, the the thing that I look for is the setup. Here's how I think about it. A resort residence for me is like a stage where um, my family, some of my family lives far away. Some of my family, they live in my own house. But we're all so busy with our day-to-day -day lives that we're unable to really reconnect. And these vacation opportunities, uh, when we're all together, gives us that time to kind of uh, reflect upon you know, the family and spend time together that you don't even get to do, even if they live right across the street from you. So for me, my I guess selfishly, I do love staying at a resort residence. Um, it is something I'm passionate about and why I created the company, not just because I save money, which I do, not just because you know it's a better option than a hotel or an Airbnb, but sort of that shared space that we have. I mentioned to you, um, my family always looking for where do we hang out after dinner when we were staying at a hotel and not having that common space. Now that we do, um, when I reflect upon all the years of trips that we've taken now together as a family 
And uh, some of the most special moments for me was sort of staying up after, you know, dinner and, and hanging out in the living room. Let's say we're on the beach with the windows open and just having a glass of wine and talking to my brother or my sister and just having that conversation that goes through the night and the kids are asleep and we can just just chill and talk together. Those are some really special memories that I will just carry with me for the rest of my life. No, I love that. And you've done just throughout this interview, you've done a great job just painting painting a picture of what it's like inside these resort residences. So let's take a moment and kind of look outside the residences and kind of let's go in our minds or travel around the world. Take us, give us an idea of some of the places around the globe where we can enjoy some of these resort residence experiences. Yeah, I would say, you know, really the top leisure destinations. Um, My family has been to Cancun, Hawaii, uh, you know, Mexico and other places in Mexico. You can go to ski destinations like like Whistler, um, definitely places like even Vegas, um, all around, let's say, New England. Any any place that families go, you're sure to find a resort residence. Well, I love that. And you provided a, a wonderful service for this marketplace. You know, it seems so so simple. And a lot of times, honestly, in, in business, you know, creating a business that adds value to the world can be quite simple if you just pay attention and, and solve those those problems. And you've truly done that with, with Vacatia. So Caroline, I want to take the conversation in a little bit different direction. You and I talked on the phone a couple of weeks ago, and you told me a story. You told me a story about a family that visited Walt Disney World. And is that enough of a prompt to know the story I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Okay. And that story just absolutely brought a tear to my eye. And I'd like, if you would, please indulge me, indulge our audience and tell that story one more time. And my friends out there, get the tissues ready. <laughs> you know, when we built Vacatia, um, one thing that we knew that we needed to be was to be the best family travel site. So everything that we do is tailored around families, and that includes our customer service team. And when we are speaking with families on the phone um, or online chat, you know, helping them answer any questions or, you know, try to find the best resort residence for their family, we often have a conversation with them. And it usually starts with where where do you want to go and what are you what are you planning to do? And we get to learn a little bit about everybody's families and what's important for them. Just like you ask, what are we looking for in an amenity? What are we looking for in a resort residence? Well, one day I was, uh, you know, staying with my uh, what we call our guest care team. You know, I got to do my CEO thing and say, hey, you know what? Let me show you how it's done and get on the phone. And I picked up a phone call uh, with a guest calling in and a really delightful lady uh, based outside of Chicago. And she was going to Orlando. You know, she's been to Orlando many, many years ago, but hasn't been recently and had a few questions. And we got to talk and she told me about her family and in a great, you know, great vacation to Disney World that she is planning. And as I asked her a little bit more about her trip, um, she uh, let me know that She's going with her two foster children, her foster kids, and uh, she wanted to find a really perfect resort residence. And now all her questions and things that she was asking made a lot of sense because she had a big uh, event plan for them. And what that was is that she was going to tell them at Disney World that she would be adopting them. Um, I mean, my heart just exploded. And I think my whole team that was there listening to the call um, just uh, was crying and, 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 and hugging each other. And, you know, let's just say that we called our, our partners Disney and we made sure that those kids had an amazing time in addition to hearing that they're going to have a forever family. 
I, I, I think I can hear hearts exploding around the world right now. <laughs> that's, that's really a remarkable story. And it's just, it truly, it is just the power of, of what can, what can we can do in this world as far as getting our families out there. And then people like Caroline, companies like Vacation that can go that extra mile and make, make those tricks, trips extra special. You know, not everyone's taking foster kids to Disney World to tell them they're going to adopt them. I know that's kind of an, you know, an over the top sort of, uh, sort of story, but it's, it really is remarkable. And it's, it really just highlights the, just the real power of, of, of travel and power of, of wonderful people like you, Caroline, and your whole team there at Vacation. I really appreciate you sharing that story. And before we say goodbye, I got to say this. So I, I asked Caroline before the interview, I sent her a, a form to fill out with a, a call to action. What do you want our listeners to know? What do you want them to take away from this interview? She didn't put in a plug for Vacation, <laughs> nothing to sell. She said simply, hug your family and plan your next vacation together. Exclamation point. I love that, Caroline. So since you didn't plug Vacation, I'm going to do it for you. So go ahead. When you're done hugging your family, start planning that next vacation together. And vacation.com is a wonderful place to start. That's V-A-C-A-T-I-A.com. Caroline Shin, thanks so much for joining us today. Family Travel Radio, appreciate you sharing. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Yes, 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 indeed, my friend. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. I'd like to send a special thanks to my good friend, Kaylin in Rockland, California. Kaylin was our guest announcer on this episode. She did a fantastic job. Thank you so much, Kaylin. Of course, the notes for this episode and for every episode of Family Travel Radio are available at familytravel.org slash radio. All right, my friends, I am Aaron Schlein. This is Family Travel Radio. I am signing off. Off.